Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. On today's Mini Unwind, it is a complete delight to say that we have one of the most pivotal spiritual leaders of a generation. It's the formidable Gabrielle Bernstein. She is a number one New York Times bestselling author, and she really was the pioneer that led this revolution around manifesting and understanding what it meant to use spiritual principles in your life to feel like you're in flow. I encourage you to listen to the full episode a few series back, but in this short mini unwind, we touch upon her new book, Happy Days, that looks at her journey through recovery and how she overcame mental health struggles and feelings of inadequacy and imposter syndrome. And it really does go to show that it doesn't matter who you are, how much you've achieved, all of us struggle with the same sort of niggling, self-doubt, critical thoughts, but there is a way through it. And Gabby is an inspiration in really walking the walk and talking the talk and going through hard emotions and being so generous to share them with us along with a ton of wisdom. So I hope you enjoy this mini unwind as much as I enjoyed speaking to Gabby, who truly has been an inspiration of mine for many, many years. What is the life lesson you've been reminded of recently? I think that the lesson of you can do this big stuff without pressure, without burnout. The old lesson was consistently like you burned out. Now you got to pull yourself off the wall. I don't do that anymore. And so it's beautiful to be in this place of recognizing, oh, you can do a lot and have a lot of fun along the way. You can do a lot and not struggle and suffer and get sick or, you know, you can really just enjoy the process and you can just take it one step at a time. I really like that because at the moment I feel like there's such binary approaches to it. It's like work really hard, burn out or stop everything and, you know, healing requires doing nothing. And neither of them seem very sustainable. I see exactly what you're seeing in the world. I see people pushing to the point of exhaustion and burnout. And then pulling out so far the other way that, like, nope, not going to do that anymore. I'm going to push myself to this other place of just total relaxation and doing nothing. And so, you know, I think people love to use the words balance. And the only balance that has to occur truly is the balance in your nervous system. And this is such a big part of happy days. When you start to establish a steady balance within your own nervous system, your own ability to regulate that nervous system moment to moment, that is when you truly begin to know how to balance the busy times and balance the slower times. It's not about getting your nails done and, you know, making sure you have a massage. Yeah, that that helps. Fine. Sure. But first of all, not everybody has the luxury of being able to do that. And second of all, we don't always have the time to be able to do all that. So what's most important is knowing 
in your internal system how you can use breath work, how you can use prayer, how you can use affirmation, how you can use meditation, how you can use therapeutic methods that I share in this book to soothe, calm, and regulate your nervous system, your mind, and your entire presence. If that is not spoken of enough, it's a lot of like push, 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 and then meditate for an hour. You know what I mean? It's a moment-to-moment scenario. The most important part is just checking in with my internal landscape, my energetic field, my system. You know, one of the first lines you write in your introduction and you say, this isn't a book filled with self-help tools offering a quick fix for your discomfort. It's a journey toward lifelong transformation. This idea of embracing pain can be so terrifying for people. And then it's so easy to go into spiritual flight as a way to avoid pain. Why is honoring pain and suffering so important? And for people who may think there could be a box that has been not opened yet, what is your advice or words of encouragement to them to go deep and look into that? Most people have boxes that are not opened yet. They may not be as extreme as mine, but they've got stuff that they just haven't touched into. They may be very aware of what it is or totally unaware. They may have done a tremendous amount of work to push it down and and lock it up. It was interesting that you used, um, that you were mentioning kind of spiritual bypassing because there's a lot of different ways that we push down, numb out, and anesthetize that suffering. And so much of it, we don't even speak of. We don't even notice it as a problem, like work addiction. You know, you don't see that as a as a way of running from your pain because it's so socially acceptable. Or even spirituality. Oh, I'm so spiritual. I'm so spiritual. But yeah, that's beautiful. It's a wonderful way to feel better. And it's something I've been writing about in eight of the books that came before this one. But what I would say is that when we are using spirituality to get above the pain and suffering, it's actually another form of running. It's another form of doing something over that deeper wound. In the book, I write about how we have all these different protector parts of ourselves. This is from my training in internal family systems therapy. And so we have these different parts that, we pr- that protect us from ever feeling those exiled parts. And the protectors often can be disguised as good qualities like working so hard or spirituality or just just you know helping everybody else but when those parts of us become so extreme they become extraordinarily detrimental to our forward momentum and to our ability to really feel genuine safety in our own body in our own life why do you think so many of us struggle with believing we are truly worthy and How do you think we can change this for the next generation? Oh, big one. Yeah, I love that story (laughs) because I'm in this this audience with like a thousand spiritual entrepreneurs and they're all coming to be like, give me all your tools. And I'm like, here's the number one tool. (laughs) We have to feel worthy. We have to really face the parts of ourselves, the child exiled parts that feel so unlovable and exiled and they're unlovable and they feel inadequate. That's those child parts of us. And this is what I learned from my therapist that at our core, all of us have these impermissible feelings of being unlovable and inadequate. And until we start to feel safe enough to connect to 
and compassionately care for those parts of ourselves, whether it be with a therapist or whether it be with a book like Happy Days or listening to podcasts like this, learning the methods to care for those child parts that feel so unlovable, unworthy, inadequate. Until we do that work, we can't really have the outer successes that we long for because there's no amount of work you can do that will fill that hole. And so the real work is turning inward. The real work are in pages of this book, the methods, the practices for really witnessing all the ways that we've fallen into that belief system or run from that belief system of I'm inadequate and unlovable. And in the case of a spiritual entrepreneur, you know, it's like, how many posts can I post today? And how many new products can I create? Or what can I do, 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 do to prove my worth? And that is not in the service of others. That is in the service of numbing deep, wounded parts. And so if you want to really show up in that realm as someone who's sharing with genuine, authentic truth and vulnerability and power, you got to make your inner work your highest priority. You open the book in the earlier stages and you say, the journey towards true inner peace begins with the willingness to hold a vision for a new way of living. And this made me think so much because can manifesting truly work if you haven't healed the past? It's a yes and a no. My hope for people is that instead of trying to manifest a thing to numb out the suffering, do what I did and make your number one manifestation freedom and inner peace. Because that's the vision I want people to hold. The vision I held many years ago when I first started out on my recovery path in 20, when I was 25 was the vision of waking up without anxiety every day. That was my manifestation for the last 16 years. So the idea of this being like, I'm going to manifest that next job. I'm going to manifest that next relationship. If you don't do the inner work, you will manifest those things if you focus on them enough, if you release enough resistance to them. But then you're there. And all the old belief systems step right in and sabotage that attracting power that you have. And so it's not in any way to say that you can't attract into your life more of what you want and that you shouldn't practice manifestation tools and methods, but you should always have in the, in the background, how can I feel good? How can I feel better? How can I go deeper? I wrote a book called Super Attractor. It's Methods for Manifesting a Life Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. But what it really is, is a, me- is a book on how to feel good. Because when we feel good and we lean into that feeling of feeling good and go deeper into the stuff that we need to release, that's when we come out the other side. I thought it was really the the nuance as well that you write here. You encourage people to say, I want to feel, but instead of I want to, it's I feel X. What is the difference between writing I want to feel and I feel? The I want to implies lack. It implies that it's not possible. It implies that it's far away. Whereas I am statements, I am waking up without anxiety every day. That statement implies that it is it is possible, it's already here. Everything that we want to feel is possible within our system. We just have to release and settle all the protection mechanisms that we've built up against it. It's much like that quote from A Course in Miracles. I'm not here to teach you the meaning of love. I'm here to teach you how to release all the blocks to the presence of love within you. 
thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed today, please hit subscribe and leave a comment because this helps the podcast so much. I'd be endlessly grateful if you wouldn't mind doing so. My mental health book, Happy Not Perfect, is available to order now. The book teaches you how to be a flexible thinker, a skill that helps you navigate any challenge that might come your way, helps you manage emotions, and helps you thrive to be the bendiest version of yourself. Until next time, I love hearing from you, so do shoot me a message on Instagram, send me a DM with any of your thoughts. Stay safe and well. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>